Welcome back guys to 11 o'clock with Yuvan and Jihan where we talk about life, death and everything in between. <laughs> right guys, so uh, we are back back at it again. Uh, this time I'm, I'm at a different Airbnb and uh, Yuvan is still in his room. But uh, once again, we're doing the whole long distance thing. So the audio may or may not be great. But, you know, we hope that it is. And uh, my mic isn't working so great, the mic that I normally use. So I'm using my the mic that's attached to my uh, gaming headphones. So I hope yeah. that it sounds good. Yuvan, I think, is using his phone. Yeah, today we had a lot of things going on as well. So even setting all of this up took a lot of time. So we're just trying to as quickly get this done. I mean, our weeks are getting busier and busier as we go. But I'm glad that we are still stick, staying through to the podcast and keeping like going through with it, you know. <laughs> we are trying very hard. We're trying very hard to uh, like not disrupt our schedule, our episode schedules. You know, we're trying to post two episodes every week and we would like to stick to that schedule the best that we can. Uh, without yeah. further ado, let's, uh, let's cut back to the chase. Yuvan has a topic for us today, so Yuvan, fire away. Yeah, so today's topic is actually going to be about the impact of social media that on us, on all of us. I think that from the time I was, I mean, I'm a late bloomer when it comes to the social media world. Uh, Appa and Amma only gave me a phone when I was 18. So uh, previously, when I wanted to use Facebook or anything, I had to log in from Amma's phone or switch on the computer, which was a rare occasion, to be honest. <laughs> so from there, but ever since then, ever since I came online, and all of us came online. It's become a part of our day. It's become a routine. The first thing we do when we wake up in the morning, the last thing we do, you know, how like long distance relationship. It's like, oh my God, you're my first hello. But Padahal, it's like you picking up your phone and checking Instagram first, you know. And, and after you say goodnight, you're going through the feed again. So yeah, that's not that's to... not true for all people. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, Jen feels a bit attacked in this situation. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not like that. I'm 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 quite the opposite. If I have to text somebody in the morning, I will do that first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so that's that's become a thing and a norm for most of the Gen Zs and millennials around us. But the thing that um thing hap- the thing is that a few weeks ago uh, I think I told you about this there was a show on 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 Netflix uh thing it's called the social dilemma and I told G to watch it and then I watched it and I was like what the hell you know it no blew way. my mind when he came to no way you told me to watch the great hack you didn't tell me to watch the social dilemma yes, but yes. I Sorry. did see social dilemma on on Netflix but I have yet to watch it because I kind of know what the message is going to be. I've yeah. studied psychology long enough for me to like assume <laughs> what the message is going to be. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so that that was kind of uh, it opened my eyes to what what is around us and and how much of an influence things have. So, uh, before we head on, I'll just read a bit of statistics so that we can use that as the foundation of our conversation today. So there was a 5,000-person study that found that higher social media use correlated with self-reported declines in mental and physical health and overall life satisfaction. That was by the Medical Journal of Epidemiology in 2017. Uh, And the New York Times also found that the number of countries with political disinformation campaigns on social media doubled on the past two years. That means the amount of political information that each party releases over the other. And get into that as well throughout this episode. So I would like to discuss um, a few aspects of this. One is the impacts that it has on us and two, the overall impact it has on society. That means in terms of like how the politics uh, influence our thoughts, how we are influenced to cite certain political sides and all of that, that we all just may go by thinking that it's our natural thoughts. But in reality, it's 
probably all a game we are being played when we are the instruments so yeah <laughs> this is serves to be a, a a very interesting topic of discussion um but uh, just just out of out of curiosity the study was done where what is the 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 geographic um, oh both the studies were done in america one was the america journal of epidemiology and the second was also new york times both american studies okay so they are their sample size is completely in the us yeah sample size wise uh, demographic completely in the us but it's okay. a, so then why it's a close enough representation i assume i assume i mean i think it's a good representation i wouldn't say that we can use it to uh, apply to other cultures but i think in general we can say that um, a lot of today's world uh, a lot of today's world relies very heavily on social media and like you said you know it uh, our thoughts behaviors are very much influenced by social media in a lot of ways that we may or may not no see yeah so i mean essentially the first thing that really blew my mind was you know these things where we all talk about it right is google really listening to us is siri always on you know it's things like whether the ads that we see online feels like we just had a conversation about it in the car and the next thing you know you see it pop up all over in the internet and to pop that bubble first it's a big misconception that they think that they use the mics to to personally detect what we what we want but rather they actually have algorithms and ai to learn our 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 characters and our personalities to such an in-depth level that they are able to predict our future actions are able to predict our future wants so then all of a sudden when you see something that you want that is how much of an imprint they have of you on the internet that they know you better than you probably know yourself <laughs> and that was the first thing that blew my mind i was like what <laughs> yeah i think for the longest time even you and i used to think that you know they were probably listening to us in some way or maybe looking at us through the cameras or, or whatever and we used to be very very afraid of that you know it used yeah. to it used to give us some sense of fear but you know what finding out that it is that they are how accurately their algorithm is predicting our thoughts and behaviors and our personality aspects of our personality is significantly scarier yeah for the second that you scared me when you were going to say like i'm so glad <laughs> but like yeah what the hell it was so freaking scary yeah ah. it's it's are we really that predictable because i think there have been instances for you and i where we legit talk about a specific model or sometimes a specific product and it pops up yeah not even the next day sometimes on the same day on some app on on either facebook or exactly. instagram things and that we just write off as coincidence or like what the hell is the internet doing are mere predictions of where we would end up later in the day <laughs> and it there's there's a lot of detail that goes into their their algorithm it's not just what we search it includes what we search how long we 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 view a particular picture you know yeah uh, sometimes even what we type and what we erase after typing it all yeah. those little little things they know our time of retention for every single thing that's on social media every single thing you're absolutely right things like how if you stay 2 seconds longer for a dog video then you stay for something that probably involves a, a funny video 
it 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 captures all of the data and then continues to make analysis over those things i didn't know that you know i knew that they were tracking what we saw on instagram but to pinpoint up to whose post i saw longest if it was my if it was somebody that i was attracted to if it was somebody that uh, i had a bad memory with they remember all of those significances and they keep track of that and they portrayed it very well on the documentary in context of that how he tried to go cold the key on his smartphone and immediately they sent him a notification from his ex so that it would trigger that exact stimulus to like oh my god i need to see what's going on wow and, and that is how accurate they are to know all of your trigger points because that is what all of their research is for is to know what personally ticks you enough to keep that retention going that is very scary and it's it's the reason why data is so expensive it's the reason that Huawei is banned from the US right now yeah. because of the the data that they have yeah exactly and But companies if you think about it in context america has way more data in that same principle that we don't talk about as much for some reason <laughs> i mean do we really not talk about it enough i think we talk about it quite a quite a significant amount we we know that uh, all social media apps be it uh, facebook be instagram i we haven't discussed twitter before but i think we have discussed facebook and instagram solely because mark zuckerberg seems like he's yeah. from outer space <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah but think about it right our main apps are like Facebook Instagram WhatsApp and all of this are owned by the same damn company Instagram same company yeah <laughs> I mean what we text each other on WhatsApp if, exactly if there is no guarantee that you know that it is uh, double and encrypted even if we say it's double and encrypted is it really not in their hands they could still know exactly what we're talking about and target yeah. ads at us and this just goes to say that through these algorithms through everything through our behavior on social media they can accurately predict and capture our attention and consistently uh, what's the word like uh, keep us coming back for more keep us yeah. addicted to social media it's not a coincidence you know they make us they force us to come back to social media Yeah it's it's horrible when you really put it into context and most of this um you know one of the documentaries the president of Pinterest and ex staff of Google and all were present on the documentary and most of them bluntly open up about how they don't let their kids use social media they don't let their children they keep them away not only from social media but from the internet as a whole they try to keep them away from from the tablets and everything because everywhere the everything that's free to us like instagram and everything you know that that old saying that if it's free it means that you are not using the product you are the product yeah right yeah. so us using social media is not just a free tool for us but rather that we are the product of the social media companies and the advertisers are the actual customers and yes. the ad- and and the companies are selling us to the adver- advertisers and pretty much but i have to say you know personally I've recently gotten off social media like I I've, I've removed everything from my phone for a while uh at least for for the, for the short time being because I want to know what it's like to be out of that circle to completely be away from my phone but just in context the number of products that we've seen you know like the Copenhagen the beard growing one how, yes. how big of an insecurity it's been for me and for you sometimes and all of a sudden like it shows up everywhere You know, I don't go to the internet browsing that. I don't go searching how to grow my beard hair. It's things we randomly talk about. It's insecurities I've had since I was a kid and all of a sudden, 
you know it's thing and how long i've researched seeing something on instagram seeing something on on snapchat and be like oh maybe the product is worth something and even the fact that the social media influencers that i respect end up like they use them to advertise more products to then mm-hmm. earn the trust factor so i feel like so I, i was influenced too much and i was like i really need to take a step back to know how much of an influence all of this had on me and to really see things and it's still an ongoing experiment for me it's only been 3 days but it's a big difference personally i think i feel, i feel a big difference i think um while we can while we can take steps to um isolate ourselves from social media and uh, in order to you know like relearn who we are re-understand who we are because um my my understanding right now is that who i think i am my conception my perception of who i am is heavily relies on social media on what i learned from social media on the things that have been on the kind of ads and content that have been targeted specifically at me for me to see so it kind of feeds into my dopamine uh my dopamine system that is my dopamine cycle yeah. so i keep coming back for more and therefore that becomes my mindset that becomes my my personality that's who i am now and i think that we should be able to take some steps in order to step away from this and i think you have done this and i would like to learn how we can i've i've done something like this uh quite some time back like probably about a year or two ago and yeah. i felt the difference but i want to know if it's possible to go our entire lives doing it stepping away from social media like we are, we are going to have to find some other way to talk to our long distance friends and family is yeah. it possible i think The thing is I don't think it's a viable solution. I think what even what I did is not it's not a long-term idea. I think in me completely shutting myself off sort of makes me invisible and makes it pretty hard for me to reconnect with friends and everything. So I don't think it's a long-term possibility to go cold turkey from social media entirely. But from what I gather from the documentary and reading up a bit on their website and everything, there are measures that you can take to prevent the amount of influence they have on you. whilst using it using all the positive tools that has been created so initially all of them uh, all of the ex staff recommended that you switch off all notifications so that means uh, messages that come in especially when it's not urgent like whatsapp i think it's inevitable for you to turn it off but things like your instagram dms things like the notifications when you get if somebody follows somebody your facebook you know how facebook annoys you with like all of that so switching off notifications as a whole uh was their first suggestion so that you don't you do, you are not triggered to go and look at it you look at it at your own time at your own will rather than being alerted constantly at your phone and picking up and seeing what it is and who it is and all of that that was their first and the second step was to um sort of counterintuitive to beat the system so you know things like your youtube recommendations they are you think it's recommendations tailored for you to sit and watch but it's rather in their context just more content for you to stay on the app longer uh and that's why that's what gets us to watch weird banana videos and stuff like that <laughs> so uh things like that what they actually suggest you to do is to go counterintuitive to never follow the recommendations but rather only watch youtube when you have something in your thought to watch it you don't scroll through the recommendations if you want to watch your favorite show just watch your favorite show and don't follow whatever follows through so that the system cannot read more of what your pattern is and right, rather 
yeah you choosing your content there was a few steps but along those lines you know there are a lot of things that you can do to protect yourself but i don't think that's a way that you can completely shut off i think i think i understand exactly what you're saying it's um breaking free from the cycle of of no control right now yes you, thank you like you <laughs> I, are... i wanted to say that <laughs> <laughs> well le- let me help you there <laughs> the way i see it right now is that i am being controlled by social media by my phone by the the little little stimuli that that um, somewhat uh, somewhat arouse me to make an action towards going back to social media and uh, doing things and uh, feeding that cycle all over again and that cycle never ends so breaking free from that cycle would be to slowly take control of what you're doing meaning that in a day set this number of hours for you to use your phone set this number of hours for you to use this specific app uh, discipline yourself in the sense that you only open your phone to reply messages or if you're done with work and you want to use instagram for 5 minutes use instagram for 5 minutes and stop on the dot at the at the end of that 5 minutes yeah yeah and the thing is that these tools already exist for us on android and ios the digital wellbeing in our settings allows us to set timers on certain apps and that was one of my first steps when i went cold turkey i set an hour on youtube an hour on netflix an hour and hour and two hours on google chrome and i was like that's it if i pass that for the times day i have to put a stop you know i don't want to keep going back to it so and and that and slowly it's a, it's a hard pattern to learn but it really makes a difference like i think you said you tried it before but to be honest just being forced to like like put away my phone and then just start looking at things and everything because i'm not saying shut yourself off from the internet when you're on the computer you don't re- waste as much time as you do when you are on your phone you yeah and it made so much sense like if i had really had something urgent to do i could just pick up my computer and do it and then i could focus the rest of my day doing spending time at home like like even if it even if it means reading a book or whatever you know just giving perspective of how much time it is you actually waste in a day scrolling through instagram you know <laughs> the way that the, the the kind of changes that you're going through right now after after going through this process have you not seen me go through this exact process where i, I tell have. you i really right? have like i when i completely stepped away from it when i only used my phone specifically only to communicate with the people who i need to talk to at specific times not to scroll or not to even share or share any aspect of my life not even to post a story you know those i was off yeah. social media for quite a while and that changed me but then i i guess when i when i started studying abroad i didn't really have a choice but to communicate via um social media when it, when it came to my friends from home some of them i only talked to them through instagram you know so yeah. i couldn't just talk to them on whatsapp but i think when it comes to that we will have to somewhat discipline ourselves like if you are far away then talk to your long distance friends once in a while um yeah you have to accept that that's your reality but there's something else that i wanted to talk about with with regards yes. to this right we you and i are, you and i are talking about how to how to um step away from this cycle how to break free from this cycle but what what the the world yes what is the what the world's current reality is that people are making money people are making money off of other people using social media meaning that they rely on other people using social media for them to make money 
when it comes to advertising yes when it comes to um yeah. seo you know uh, seo stands for search engine optimization when it comes to articles and corporate companies they depend on you using social media in order for them to make money and that's why corporates yeah. buy data from big companies from from bigger companies like uh facebook or you name it la because yeah, when, something statistica the name's not coming to my head but something statistica is that company <laughs> right 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 uh, it's somewhere in the uk right uh, it has a yeah. it, it has a english name a british name uh, anyway my point is that yeah. for people who are or are heavily like um, heavily inclined to wanting to make money fast they're going to be on social media and they're going to try and influence you to be on social media using any means necessary you know they will they will hack your life they will persuade you to come back and they want because they want to make money off of you and it's going to be very hard because like uh, recently i started working as an I, i started interning at this company as a digital marketing intern so my job right now my job is to analyze the number of people who are looking at instagram posts what yeah. is what is the specific demographic of people that view a specific instagram post and how can i target my target demographic right yeah so i'm seeing all this data with my own eyes and i'm like oh okay so now i have to make an ad that is targeted towards this specific demographic and i'm thinking to myself damn that my entire life i have been on the receiving end of this you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It has been a real the hunter I... has become the hunter. <laughs> <laughs> there is that just happens to be a line from Valorant one of the one of the characters uh, catchphrase his name is Sova he has an arrow like he's yeah. entirely blue in color he has an arrow and when he uses his his most powerful uh, skill he says I am the hunter and then he like shoots through walls and shit so like yeah oh, jesus <laughs> for those yeah, of you, you. <laughs> for those of you who are not on valorant join valorant add me at a r a t a arata this is not a segue for you to get more valorant players but please <laughs> hey, if you're not going to if you if you're not going to game with me i might as well plug my my gamer tag on on this podcast okay 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 sure. anyway anyway back to the to the topic at hand i think taking a taking a dopamine break like you mentioned in the in the previous episode is absolutely vital for you to re um to re recalibrate yourself to relearn who you are to understand who you are outside of social media because i can promise you that that the person you are outside of social media is not the person you are now i can promise you yeah. that you will thank yeah thank you for saying that you know i think it's important but like we we are we are suckers for positivity and we talk about you know how to keep our energy up and and sort of balance you know in not hit rock bottom every time and all but i think the easier the, the most thing the one thing that we neglected was realizing how much of impact social media had like you know things are a bit hard at home and when i got off social media it 
didn't affect my my how do I say my esteem and my and my emotions as much when I got off because I was allowed to think of it just within my own head and I was given the time and I wasn't influenced by anything else that I saw you know like I didn't see a tweet that made me more triggered or I didn't see a post that kept me because they learn that behaviors about you they learn that pattern so when when you're going through when you're going through something the data knows about it and they to keep you on they're going to only show you more content to trigger that more and more and more so even if let's say you were sad on a level 5 social media is going to try to make you sad on a level 7 or level 9 well rather if you just stayed off everything you would be sad at level 5 and your recovery is a lot faster as well <laughs> but yeah. but you were talking about the seo and all of that before we segue back to uh, individuals I I think it was one of the best segues you've had for leading from when we we talked about personality to like society it was one of the best as you nicely brought that in <laughs> um, Thank you I guess I, I to, <laughs> No but really I was like oh my god this is so perfect um but but that's the thing I wanted to add to you know when we talk about society uh, remember the flat earthers mm-hmm. and how much of an influence social media had on like just so many people there was even a basketball player right that went on to preach to his followers like oh shit they're lying to us now and everything and things like that uh in relation to politics you know uh when we comes to accountability social media doesn't have that when you talk about advertising products to the customers social media doesn't have that accountability to what they can show to who in contrast when we look at traditional media this is something i learned back in um, pre u um traditional media during such sunday mornings you know when we watch tv3 cartoons and all of that when we were kids they are actually not allowed to show us any advertisements um that a wasn't age appropriate and b um what they, that the that the government didn't deem fit for our age group because we are the kids are mainly going to be sitting at 9 o'clock morning watching cartoons and all so from 9 to a certain time only certain advertisements were allowed to be shown to us and in context how come they don't have any sort of regulation in this in this media you know uh, i mean number of sex related advertisements that also just pop up randomly even on 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 youtube but when you look at it they try to mask it as like it's some online game or whatever but, but it's it's absolutely like it's obscene you know uh so i'm glad you brought that up it's kind of deregulation that they have going on that i suppose has to has, something has to change that as well hmm. i like what you said about um how social media tries to make you even more sad than you actually are because the fact is that social media is is a drug you know yeah when 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 you're sad and when social media makes you sadder you want to latch on to something something that you want to be attached to to give you comfort and yeah. m- more social media becomes that comfort and you will keep going back to it you will become more and more reliant on it like it's a drug you become addicted to it so yeah. whenever you're feeling even a little bit of pain or, or a little bit of sadness you will immediately turn like you are conditioned to turn back to social media as your comfort zone yeah and that is a problem because then you are you are no longer becoming self reliant you are becoming reliant on and on an online entity that wants you to rely on them to make money off of you exactly and the sad thing is that most people don't even realize that that is going on you know 
they, they just think that, oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to just scroll through Instagram for a while. But it's actually a pattern that you've built. But in reality, you actually learn through like old traditional books. Like can you, I, I hate to say that books are traditional, but you actually learn that all it really takes is to sit yourself down for a while and really focus on the problem. And then you realize how quick of a recover process that is to get back on track versus previously, you know, how many months it takes to like you saw a struggle, you know, and now I'm like, yeah, think bad things are happening, but I'm doing much better. I'm able to go still by my day. Whereas in, in, in previously, I would just be on, on YouTube, on Netflix, just finding more things to distract me. But in reality, only seeing more things to upset me and like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> it's so bad, but everybody's just ignoring it. <laughs> uh, I think it's good that, that we are talking about this. I think it's important for us to talk about it and for people to become aware of it. Uh, ultimately, it's... It's the people's choices, like they have the freedom of choice as to whether they want to they want to continue um, doing what they do. And, you know, even you and I, we can't uh, exactly step out of social media like right away. You know, it's not going to be that easy for us because fact of the matter yeah. is that there are factors that are pulling us back to social media. Sometimes you want, yeah, right. you want to, you want to stay up to date on something or there's a certain stimulus that you are attracted to that you want to keep going back to see more and more, you know? And uh, I think slowly, yeah. slowly over time, we'll have the, the, the power to no longer be reliant on that. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think you're, you're right to say that. But the thing is with the Gen Z, social media is sort of um, like, what is that what is the saying um warped in into our into our this one they sort of stitched their way into our into our realities it's a part of our lives most of us had social media from the time that we were 12 you know and and all of that so it's become a part of us so it's not ideal it's not this one to just say that oh we need to shut off social media and go because uh truth is social media is a two-edged sword it's given us so much of benefits as well um and you know like they talked about the guy the co-inventor of the like button said that initially it was just a cause to spread positivity it was just something to show support and all of that but they did not anticipate then how it would turn out that the like button is the representation of your self-esteem and not getting enough likes affects how you actually feel about yourself and how you overthink of the number of comments and and likes you get on your pictures these are not things that they thought of when they invented it but the repercussions are really bad in terms of like context of personality disorders and just how, overall how you even accept yourself. So things like that are things I am currently exploring to revamp. I mean, overall, I don't really focus that much. I feel like I'm pretty okay. But just to think that if I'm able to actually measure my self-esteem and measure my confidence outside of what people view me as, like to do it without any influence, I want to know what that's like. And how long that will last in contrast of the short term, uh, the short term dopamine rush you get when people react to the stories and stuff like that, you know. I want to know what it's like to actually live out a moment, not share it with the world. And and then in the longevity, how I feel about it. <laughs> this makes me feel like shit for posting an Instagram story today. <laughs> I didn't know that you did, so I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but you are you are absolutely right. You are absolutely right in saying that there there are benefits as well as disadvantages. I mean, if anything, the reason you and I can talk about this today with all the knowledge that we have about this today is because of social media. 
it's yeah it's, exactly right it, yeah i think like we said earlier la, the best possible way for us to deal with this is maybe to take a step back from it right now try and cleanse our dopamine cycle like uh, recalibrate ourselves take a break from that social media thing and then come back to it with a bit more control take control of your of your social media usage yeah the best that you yeah. can yeah exactly you know when it comes to things like this i don't know how long it will take for the government or for even this corporate corporate companies to take this seriously and to realize that this is an actual problem so for now and and to act on this because it's affecting all of us it's important that we come back take a break and come back with more accountability with more control of like instead of letting it just control how, how our day goes but rather us using it only when we need to and then living out our re- real life you know rather than just through the mirror of what the internet is to the black and, mirror yeah i mean at, yeah and uh, like you said you know and no means we are saying that social media is bad and just throw it away and burn it kill it with fire or whatever you and i share this podcast and all of this came around to be from friends from social media and support from social media and all of that and that's the reason that we keep going as well so it's just learning all the benefits that come with it taking the break and then only coming back for all the benefits while you stay away from all the um negativity that comes to with it as well <laughs> and you know i i would just like to say it we've we've been talking about this for about for about half an hour now and there are going to be people that listen to us and 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 say and say something like these two people just they just believe these conspiracy theories they are just believing some bullshit and spitting out that bullshit no guys no these this is a this are facts i'm i work for these people right now and i don't want to okay <laughs> these are facts i see yeah. it with my own eyes i'm seeing it with my own eyes and if if we yeah, can make exactly. if we can make a difference we should we should try at least you know i want yes. i want for us to live for live to live without being coerced into becoming something that we 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 are we are not really you know like we i want us to live as our purest selves our most authentic form of ourselves not someone who exactly pe- people want us to be you yeah. know yeah exactly because i want to be able to know that the thought i had came organically and not something that i've been influenced because that's what that was the first thing that i started doubting of how many decisions i've made that have not been what i would have truly done that if it not were for signs from social media and stuff like that what what could have really happened and yes to all those people who assume that this is conspiracy speaking for more context you can go and watch the netflix documentary for yourselves these are actual like g is a representative from companies like this and the doc and the documentary also covers from actual representations of all of these businesses and they themselves know that this is an actual problem so it's for us to know and right now it's not too late to save yourselves right now it's still in that in between zone where you're able to still take a step back you know give it 10 years down the road i don't know what big influence social media is going to have on us you know i'm scared to think that if we don't do anything now whether we will just become puppets for them to sell their products to because that's what it has become initially when you and i started using facebook there were no ads on facebook we played games for just fun of playing farm wheel or whatever that ran on facebook we used instagram solely to share pictures the second advertisement came in everything went sideways 
Oh my god. People all these things start together. Yeah. People don't realize. People don't realize. <laughs> People don't realize the time where YouTube didn't have advertisements. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. When was that? Was I in primary yeah. school? Yeah, <laughs> uh, man. Fact is that they're going to rely on you and rely on your on your emotional cycle and and accurately predict it well enough for them for you to for you to become their prey you're going to end up buying one of their products or clicking one of the ads and you're going to you're going to they're going to wait for you to be sad and when you're sad they will they will eat it they will they will, they will dig into it and make you yeah. spend 200 bucks on choppy and lazada and <laughs> exactly and i'm not even kidding you know this guy who went cool the key the one the representer they showed from social media when he came back do you know what the so what what they did to get him back was that they sent him um extremist content content of how like hey don't believe all of this bullshit and this like that and all which made him think that he was in control but rather it was just the right content to tick him enough to think that he was in control whilst keeping him more retained than he previously was and that kind of stuff is scary because i feel like i've gone through very similar walks of life you know i've gone through very similar ideologies where i go cold turkey i come back with an extremist belief in something and i get really engrossed and i'm like what the hell you know like did i naturally feel triggered to represent something or was i just influenced to to do that for the sake of staying on instagram longer well uh, but, <laughs> but you know what sociologically speaking from the from the perspective of sociology none of our thoughts are truly our own meaning that our thoughts are going to be coerced or influenced by something or someone because we we live and and think and speak and act through our experiences we are who we are through our experiences we are a product of our our environment but right. i would i would rather us uh, come up with uh, a thought or, a, or 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 become a personality that's that's influenced by something around us meaning in close proximity rather than being influenced by a company that wants to make money off of you you know yeah i think i think you said that earlier well. yeah, i don't know sense. what it's like to be influenced around us like in my real life you know let me tell it's going to be hard love everywhere you look it's an advertisement every single thing you see it's an advertisement like every billboard on the road <laughs> anywhere you go ads 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 marketing 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 you know what let's end this let's end this episode with with a with a small challenge la because i feel like i want yeah. i want to challenge myself you know yeah let's let's give us one week let's give us one week to yeah. to try and uh, cleanse ourselves from this uh, from this social media thing yeah i try to go week con- i mean i don't know if it's about going cold the key but rather just being more aware being more conscious with how much time you spend in it yeah let's go with that i was expecting yeah. you to to complete my sentence but you did not <laughs> the long distance call is really affecting my my being able to read the energy <laughs> Uh, that being said guys we invite every single one of you to join us on this challenge and if you have stayed with us for this long through this episode thank you thank you very much and uh, yeah we hope to see you in the next episode guys yeah guys thank you till tomorrow cheers cheers, cheers.